This is episode 44. Rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton for two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, oh. hello. Hello. What's going on? Not much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like trying to recap if I had anything fun or cool that happened since the last podcast. I'm going to know on that one. Not a lot has been happening for sure, but you know, that comes with fall, I feel like. I mean, Thanksgiving happened. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks- Thanksgiving happened. And we saw each other for Thanksgiving. Yes. How did you feel about um, kind of expanding your social bubble slightly to like my family so i my, my not my immediate family but like you know my aunt and cousins and so i, ca- I called or i messaged your cousin yeah before we even answered like yeah. i saw that you had replied and then i was like when did you talk to um your cousin about like their social bubble because your 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 cousin and her husband they're very social people yeah, yeah. um and i know your aunts go out too so mm. i was like hey what's the situation with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so she just like broke it down for me like they haven't really been going out um and her doctor had also said to limit it because her daughter yeah. hadn't got her shots yet right so it's like a lot at risk yeah for them so i'm like of course now it, it's obviously like scarier with a child and no shots totally that I was like, okay, I think it's safe to go. And if it's just like us, mm-hmm. um, then you're feel cool. okay. Because you're going to see them. And then we're going to see you on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like we've already had that transmission that. Yeah. or that yeah bubble expansion there. Totally. Um, but yeah, I was like kind of nervous about yeah. that. But I want to be cool about it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's your week's months been like? For sure. I hear you. Um, but you know, that's like a normal thing now. I think it makes Coleman still like uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's always it's always going to be uncomfortable and awkward. I think just with with anybody. Like, I don't think it's just like you in particular. Um, yeah. But you know, I think this is the new norm, and you got to ask those questions. So yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you and the fam came, and the little cousins got to like, you know, meet. yeah, meet, interact. So sweet. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure everybody appreciated it. So as no, it hard as good. it was, at least yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Like, and you know what? At this point like mm-hmm. they're saying the second wave is going to be like 10 times ours. okay so i was writing um the intro for today's um podcast like yeah decided i wanted to start writing some rhymes i'd use because yeah. of last few times <laughs> the rhymes were so shit you were off your rhyming game <laughs> yeah there was no rhyme yeah but then the ones i kept thinking of is like um like really depressing stuff yeah. like winter is coming yeah it's getting worse second yeah. wave is worse we're all gonna see the nurse and i was like whoa whoa, whoa. This <laughs> is a what kind of headspace comedy. are you in yeah. i don't know so the second wave is coming this is be worse yeah you might have to see a nurse i yeah. don't know to either get tested or in the hospital not yeah. to be like super dark about it but yeah. 
Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Just like your rhymes were. Oh yeah, they're so bad. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I had to change it all up today, yeah. and so I'm glad I had some like cheerier rhymes <laughs> today. For sure. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's easier to kind of go into the dark side than than to kind stay of go in the light. stay in the light. <laughs> so I'm glad that you found the follow light. The light. <laughs> yeah, I should follow the light more often. So, like, with the news that's been going on right now, I think one thing that I'm that I've been kind of conflicted with is um the flu shot. Oh yeah. So Dr. Bonnie Henry said that she recommends that people get the flu shot this yeah. year just to control the the sick like the flu situation and just like COVID and all that stuff. What are your thoughts on that? So I've never gotten a flu shot. Yeah, me neither. Um, and I had considered it, but yeah. I don't. I don't think I'm going to. It's going to take a month to get one anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have to like book now, it's like four weeks. Yeah. They're booking. Uh, so I don't know. Right now I say no, but ask me tomorrow. I'll be like, I know. I think we, we should. But what what's making you say no? That I've never had to before. Yeah. Um, my exposure to people had been greater before. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, and you were okay. And I was okay. Yeah. I was, and like, I'm really sick. I haven't gotten sick. I mm-hmm. thought I was sick a few times. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone coughed in my face. Do you remember like early in March? They didn't cough in my face. He, he had excel, like exhaled yeah. in my mouth while he was jogging. <laughs> we just like had looked at each other at the same time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have it. So there's a few times I thought I was. And I was like, okay, my throat's itchy. Right. Um, but I didn't, it didn't like, um, it didn't like, was not like a full blown cold or anything. It wasn't anything. It was all in my head because I'm crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the flu shot, right? Like what is, what, what's, what's making you say no exactly? Like, is it the actual like injecting yourself with a strain of a flu or is it like an anti, like not, I know anti-vaxxer has such a, like a negative connotation yeah. to it, but is there, is there something involved with like, I don't think I'm an anti-vaxxer. No, I'm not either. Like pumped ESA up with a whole yeah. bunch as recommended <laughs> and by. And we've been too, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I, this is weird, but I don't feel like I need to. So it's more like I don't need it. So therefore I shouldn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Like up until this point, I've never felt like I needed to. Right, right. Now with COVID, it's a different strain. So yeah. this flu shot is not going to protect me no, from COVID. For sure. I think I'm relatively healthy and right my exposure to people is so far less. Yeah. That you feel like you don't feel it's I don't a feel huge like risk. I, yeah. I need to. I think other people could use this vaccine more than I for sure. need it. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of on the same mindset like I don't need Have you it. ever had it? I don't think I've ever had it. That's the thing, right? So, I like I I don't, yeah, like, I'm trying to think if I have or haven't. And have I you ever had the flu? I've had the flu before, yeah. I mean, okay. I think everybody's had gone through a flu situation. I haven't had it recently, like, so. I should look up flu symptoms. I've been sick, but I haven't, mm. I don't know if I've had the flu. Maybe it was a flu. Cold I mean, and flu, they put them together. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're out for, like, a few days, you have the flu for sure. Okay. Yeah, but I've just, like, I mean, I, I've been hearing it so much about like people saying you should get the flu vaccine this year and stuff like that. And then my work is also offering to like cover all the costs for a flu vaccine as well. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm on the fence on it. Like before, before COVID, I was like, definitely like a for sure no, but with COVID and then Dr. Bonnie Henry saying that we should get it. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then if she's saying that we should get it, then maybe this is something. No, and I trust her. Yeah. But I agree, like, getting it's not going to protect you from COVID, so. 
I don't know. I, don't I think know. I think there's a lot of unknowns and like I just want to know why. Why would it be beneficial to get it during the pandemic? Like So maybe you're not exhausting the medical system with your with you being sick and COVID being around? Right. Yeah, that's true. But you're treating know. yourself at home. You're working from home anyways if you do get sick. Yeah. Like my exposure to people is not that high either, right? Like I'm not out gallivanting and stuff, so Oh, thank God. I don't like you gallivanting <laughs> right now. <laughs> Scary times. Anyways, so that's COVID in a nutshell. Yeah, so I don't know. I think about it, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Now I feel like, is my throat getting itchy? <clears throat> I was outdoors today, and there are a lot okay. of bikers today. Like, I don't know if there's like a marathon or like a bike-a-thon or something. But it's not like you're like breathing in all the air. I mean... I was behind like 16 people. Yeah, but you're in outdoor space too. Outdoor space. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, not maybe. like it's flying towards you. <laughs> well, it's like wind. It disperses though, right? That's so true. Okay. It can go anywhere. I, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't go down a, a rabbit hole <laughs> on breathing in other people's air. I think if that was actually a literal issue, I think we'd all have COVID by now. <laughs> but it is like airborne. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But the outdoors is so wide yeah okay all right okay so you can see how this the wheels are turning in a very wrong direction yes i hear you um, for sure okay so yeah let's put yeah. the brakes on that let's put the brakes right on that and let's let's move on from the covid yeah talks. okay over it um i think another fun thing that i did since we last recorded was i watched i guess season two well the first half of pen 15 oh yes it was good it was okay did you find for those listeners who listen to spoiler alert, yeah, right well, now? not a spoiler alert, but like, I don't. Know, people, I just feel bad if people don't really watch Pen Fifteen, but we'll, maybe we'll spend like two, three minutes on it. Okay, <laughs> timer on. It was really dark this season two. I found. Well, I think it had to. You already saw it kind of bubbling in season one. Yeah, yeah, and then. So you have to watch season one. Some like hand action happened. <laughs> yeah. Parental issues. Right. Yeah. I think that happens as a teenager too, though. That's true. Yeah, definitely. I just, like, you know, season one, like, it had lightheartedness and, like, really, like, comical things that, like, people (laughs) our generation can relate to, you know? And I find that season two, it just, like, it was definitely, like, it was still like that, but I found that there were a lot more serious topics that were being discussed. Like, there's a lot more crying, and there's a lot just more, like, more not like negative topics which isn't a bad thing per se no that's being a teenager too yeah though. So that's I think true it like still runs parallel totally it was it like rang true for me like yeah. in terms of like um your crushes yeah. and how obsessed you got yeah and then it's just like a, <laughs> a roller coaster like you have a boyfriend for like one minute yeah. and then you break up and it's like your world had just fallen apart totally okay it's Two spoiler alerts. So if you haven't watched it and you're going to watch it. Um, fast forward. <laughs> yeah, fast forward. Um, the scene when um, uh, Nah, what's, what's, what's her, what's Anna. her, Anna's, yeah, mom was like in the past and the Italian, the pizza restaurant crying. Oh, yeah. And then Anna goes back and like, she has like a, she apologized for being such like a bitch to her. Like yeah. that was like so touching. I was like, oh, that's such a, like, I feel like. The, the that that season kind of amped up to that moment you know what i mean it's like anna was being so mean to her mom yeah. it was so one-sided and then you like you kind of wanted that to happen and you kind of wanted them to have a heart heart and i'm glad they actually did that you know what i mean like you really saw like this true breakdown yeah. and i don't know if you watch like the behind the scenes but 
um no, in real life anna actually had parents that divorced so she, it's like oh really? so in season one like i don't know if you remember in season one too like the scene when they actually announced that they're getting a divorce and then it's just like it's silent yeah and then like anna's just like breaking down and crying like i think that was like a really real moment and she was talking about how like it was really hard for her due to that scene because it's like she's reliving oh, her no. childhood but anyways i thought that was such an amazing like moment and it was really emotional that. yeah yeah so i'm glad that they kind of addressed like anna with her mom in the second season and then the other spoiler was um maya's gay <laughs> gay boyfriend well he wasn't gay but he was like questioning his sexuality um what was his name gabe yeah gabe <laughs> yeah, the chubby kid right yeah. yeah and he you know like that, that did you get that i was like oh that's so like i was I thought maybe he was, because remember when someone was asking if he'd ever had... See, spoiler alert, yeah, like Sam. a hand job. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sam. <laughs> and he's like, no, I just haven't met the right lady well, yeah. yet. And then he was looking at him. And yeah. Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's what they... Like, I think he was just questioning his sexuality, okay. but th- that's re- why he didn't kiss Maya in the play and stuff. But anyways, oh, so good. It's so good. He's very cute. Yeah, he was so adorable. And like the whole play thing was like <laughs> amazing. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that was just funny yeah. production. Anyways. Oh, so here's something. I didn't know that um, Maya yeah. is dating the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the theater yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started scrolling through <laughs> and then um, through yellow packaging. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, Hart. Like, cute. I know. It was really adorable. And they make... They make a cute couple, I feel like. I think so, too. And did you know that Maya's mom on the show is actually her real mom yes, in real life? Yes, I did. Her and dad did isn't, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Home improve- but his her dad is actually... Like, like a famous a drummer. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, ugh, such Info. a good show. Such a good show. We should just scrap this one and just do a 10-15. <laughs> we could do a... Just like a, an episode. Yeah, like a side track, like a, a side thing where we review... We talk about each episode. Like, we, we watch we them. We should. That's so, good. Okay, anyways, uh, kind of going off on a, a second okay. tangent, but it's in relation to this. Okay, yeah. So, did you ever watch, like, The Hills? No. Okay, but do you know what that is? Like, Laguna Beach, The Hills, like, those reality yeah. shows? like, what's her name? Laura. Lauren, Con- Lauren, Lauren Conrad? Yeah. So, anyways, there's this one cast member on the show whose name is... Whitney. Whitney Port, yeah. Yeah. So, she had her own show afterwards where she goes to New York. Like and Olivia yeah. Palermo. Yeah, Palermo, yeah. So, anyways... What what Whitney Port has been doing now is she sits down with her husband and they they rewatch the the oh. city. So it's it's like a reaction video where they're like filming them watching, they're filming uh, themselves watching, watching the show yeah. and they're talking about like what happened behind the scenes. Oh, so it's, it's not necessarily like drama, like gossip, but just more like they're just talking about like what was happening to her during the time she was filming. Is the guy on the show her husband? No, he he worked on the show, so he's he was like a film, he was like a producer or like a oh interesting yeah editor or yeah. something like that. So, anyways, we can maybe do something like that where we talk where we where we watch Pen Fifteen and then we talk about each episode starting from season one. Okay, I'm done. So then, by the time season two, the second half comes out, maybe like by the time we're done reviewing, the second half will be out, and then we'll have a reason for the next season of our. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> And let's do it i think we should i don't know let's let's try that there's cocktails involved too <laughs> yeah. i don't mind we haven't done a drunk episode in a while so i feel That's like true yeah we're long overdue yeah anyways those are my um, little sidetrack my other sidetrack is isn't sam cute yeah i know i'm super <laughs> old and he's like a baby yeah 
Um, it's super cute. Totally. I think he, he was born 2004. Yeah. <laughs> Do you follow him on Instagram? No, I just like, I just want to know how old he is and like how wrong this is. How old is he? Like 15? 16. 16. Yeah. He looks pretty young though for 16. He does. Yeah. And he's got like really cute headshots. Yeah. Like he's adorable. He wasn't really on the first half though, for sure. Yeah, no. But I liked, I liked the, uh. The, the last episode. Yeah, he's he... so cute with her. Oh my gosh. Okay, we have to say this. Yeah, okay, exactly. now, what do we usually do? Topics? <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, what else is going on? So, elections are coming up as well. That's pretty yes, fun. So, that's right. Um, it's the BC election, so it's provincial elections, not federal That's elections. right. You're saying all the right words right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, yeah, so our premier, he had just announced the election like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so. It was like a surprise election. I don't know what the rules are with that. But it, I think it was supposed to happen a lot earlier. So that's what made it a surprise. But then that got voted down because they came okay. to an agreement. No, okay. they came to agreement with NDP. So on like overtime pay or something like that. So then they they put, they, they canceled the early, the early election thing. And now it's like back to its normal time. Oh, so this would have been a regular election yeah. time? Oh, okay. I believe so. I might be wrong. So anyways, for our Vancouver listeners, if you're eligible to vote, please vote because... Every vote counts. It's your right. Yeah. Too. Why not exercise your right? Totally. I and agree. also, why not exercise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exercise too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Exercise and exercise your voting rights. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, I like to think that our elections are very amateur compared yeah. to the American elections. Yeah. This is like student council. <laughs> yeah. But we have our own little quirks and quarks with it, right? So... <laughs> I mean, we're cute. Yeah, we're exactly. Um, I don't know. What are but your thoughts? There's actual like real issues. I think up until this point, yeah. I hadn't paid much attention to it. Right. Um, and I just do like whatever the the survey online was. And yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, I guess I'm doing green again yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. It wasn't like something I'd taken like super serious. Yeah. And I feel like um, I should be. Yeah, totally. I mean. I find that I don't know if it's an age thing or do you like do you think it's an age thing as we're getting older we're just becoming more woke or do you think like like exercising your rights as a citizen and voting is just becoming more of an important issue to everybody? I think it's both. And the third component is um like I have to be I feel like I need to be Issa's voice too. Yeah. And as I like think, a new mom kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. And like things that are changing like in my neighborhood, I yeah. want to be sure like I'm doing all I can for sure um and so I guess this is like another way to feel like empowered yeah and like speaking of being a voice for Issa last time we talked oh uh, right we talked about the the rain shelters rain shelters yes. that you've been that you've been trying to get into action what's the update oh on yeah that? so um since we had spoken yeah um I started emailing our city councilor, yes. our mayor, the park board, Leslie yeah. Nope. Wait, so hold on. And you got your 500 signatures, Oh, right? yes. Yeah, so I got my 500 signatures. I got yeah. over 500. Well done. Thank you. And then um, once I got that, I started like calling our park board, yeah. um, city councilors. And um, you can't like email the mayor directly, so you have to use a form. So mm-hmm. I had e- done that like twice. Yeah. Um, and then I just started following up. Yeah. And uh, no one returned my phone call. Right. Which is fine. <laughs> Hi, me again. Um, and then I got an email back. That's like, amazing. a week and a bit after. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, our city councillor. Okay. 
Lisa D'Amato? Yeah. D'Amato? D'Amato. D'Amato. City councilor. City councilor. So I didn't email all of them. I just ones that were like in allegiance or like on boards for like family and children. Okay. Um, And she emailed me back and said, this is a great idea. This is something I'll start canvassing. I'll let you know how it goes. And then that was it. And I was like, let me know how I can help. Yeah. Um, We can do a fundraiser. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, oh, yeah. She'd also like go contact the private sectors as well. Mm -hmm. Why? Sponsorships. Oh, sponsorships. Got it. Through the city. So, um, yeah. This is really cool. Okay. So last time I saw you, we were talking, but about uh, playgrounds and how how they're funded oh yeah okay so fun fact so share the fun fact this is what i've learned through this yeah um so city parks yeah they're funded by the city yeah but playgrounds for schools yeah. are not funded and are they aren't funded by the school board either right so when the school gets built yeah the teachers or and the i mean the parents yeah um, they raise money yeah. for playgrounds Got and it. they usually work with like Canadian Tire. They do a program called Jumpstart. Right. So they work together, yeah. fundraise and do a little bit of sponsorship to build a playground. <laughs> that's really so cool. So I told my sister, I was like, did you know that about playgrounds? She's like, yeah, that's the same <laughs> the the Surrey district as well. Yeah. And you can tell it because like the parents will pick and design these things and yeah. some things don't make sense. Like this is supposed to be an elementary school playground, but no one is six feet tall. Like this <laughs> like super high thing bars and stuff. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So this is like things they have to like adjust or fix. Yeah. And then the companies they work with, they help with the regulations. Because there's certain things like you need to have X amount of feet around the playground for yeah. like play space. Right. And things like that. Yeah. So it was just like such a crazy thing. I just never knew that. So that's how sometimes you see playgrounds at schools and they're like ghetto yeah. as fuck. Like one slide, two swings. Yeah, and, and that's like it. One monkey bar. <laughs> and a rock. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for free, guys. Yeah, exactly. You get this giant rock. But yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. That's nuts. I think it's also really cool um, that you talk to somebody as well. Yeah. I'm so surprised. I would have kept calling every single day. Totally. And I think it's like, sorry, I was trying to lead into, you talk to somebody who does the designs. Oh, yeah. So I called (laughs) the schools. I I called the playground companies. Yeah. And I first, my question was like, have you you done playgrounds in the city? So they told me and I'm like, how much would it be to have a structure on top? And they're like, uh, for something like the one at the, what's that um, outlet's called in Richmond? The... Cleveland, <laughs> McDougal's. <laughs> I, don't know, I know what you're talking about. You know, near yeah, near that they have like a rain shelter. Yeah, yeah. And she said that'd be like two hundred thousand. That's insane. But it, it could be a little bit cheaper if it's on an existing playground they had built. Yeah. And then another one I called. The manager wasn't there, and yeah. their accounts received. No one was there except for the designer. Yeah. This guy Axel, German guy. <laughs> He's like so proud of his work um he's like yeah you know that award-winning playground <laughs> at science world you're talking to the man he's who like have it. you seen this one in white rock i was like no uh, have you been to white rock i was like no but there's this playground out there it's like i'm familiar with it. she's like yeah that's the one i built he's got kind of a big deal he's like look it up and i was like okay so i looked up I was like wow this is great he's like yeah so it's like it's good for people with disabilities he's like telling me he's like very proud of it and i was like have you done any vancouver he's like no like, i can't think of anything right <laughs> yeah now. exactly well that shithole no <laughs> i don't want to talk about this one thing i just did yeah um, but my sister's kids have gone to that one. Yeah. So it's cool because there's like a BMX thingy there. Yeah. And 
all this cool stuff. But yeah, it's like the people you start talking to, it's really fun. I think it's really like crazy how like your your knowledge base has expanded so quickly ever since you started this petition. Yeah, I can't wait till someone asks me about playgrounds. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then also like how cool of a job would that be to design playgrounds? Like it sounds like such a fun job. And from what you're saying about how you talk to this guy and how we talked, it's like he seems to be enjoying his job a lot too. He's probably like a 12-year-old. He's like, yeah. let me tell you more. <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Do you know Langley at all? Yeah. I did that too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, he was like super into it. So I guess you also have to put yourself yeah, in the playground. Exactly. Like me as a kid, what gotta, do I want to do? Fun is your job, essentially. How yeah. do you make things fun for kids? Dang, how do we get that job? I guess you need like an architect background. Yeah, or something. Physics. Engineering. Yeah. Science. <laughs> Health, safety, all that stuff. Yeah, so that's where it's taken me to now. So now you actually got on to like, you got to present it in front of the, the board. Oh, so I spoke to somebody else because I was like, I want to get on this meeting October 5th. Yeah. You guys are meeting again and yeah. you're going to meet again two weeks from now or from that date. And they're like, actually, that's not how it works. Yeah. She's like, everything on the agenda is from like months ago. It just so got this, pushed over? Uh, no, so it just gets... Um, set up oh, okay got so it so this idea could be presented like in six months right 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 and i'm like i don't have six months <laughs> yeah and she's like well see what i can do but you can't just like spring it um bring up a topic yeah. you can talk about things like on the agenda right and so well that's what i did anyways so she would get back to me on when it would be on the agenda but obviously i haven't heard back from jessica <laughs> at the parks board <laughs> yeah uh yet so okay so you haven't actually gone up and presented like you know how like on like i don't know like the public channels you can like actually watch you present their stuff (laughs) yeah no i and i didn't get to do that okay got it well let me know because i I want to tune into that (laughs) channel and watch you present so what they do now is um you just have to phone in oh you phone in oh because of covid COVID, but you can still show up so um and it's recorded right it's recorded yeah and it's and you can listen to it live you can see the slides live they'll put that up okay well make sure you record it so that we could post it on instagram (laughs) great okay so here i'm just gonna say something yesterday yeah Okay, I'll just rewind. I don't know if I talked about there was a uh, proposal for a uh, overdose prevention site. No. Okay, so that just got that that just came out like last week, I think, or a couple days ago. Um, in Yaletown, right? Yes. Yeah. So that one, they had a mobile service. Got it. So this has been for the past couple months, I think since May. Okay. And I guess it ties to when the city had bought the Howard Johnson. Okay. So this proposal was to have a permanent spot. Actually, yeah. they said temporary lease yeah. to to five years. Okay. So very vague. Yeah. Anyways, I sat in on that meeting. Anyways, let's start again. So then they want that mobile site to not be mobile and be in this building, 1101 Seymour Street. Okay. Um, so downtown. Downtown. Yeah. It's in Yaletown. It's yeah. like half a block away from Emory Barnes Park. Yeah. That's like Seymour and Davie. Right. Do you know the park I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So it's like so close. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, the Yaletown residents are upset about it. Yeah. And they want, they don't want it there. For sure. So it was on the agenda for yeah. a meeting last week. Okay. And you could sign up to talk, um, to talk or like share your experiences. Right. So I did that for last week Mm -hmm. but then it got bumped into yesterday okay so i was speaker 37 and there were like over 115 speakers oh wow and i read they only got to 56 oh wow so you made it 
<laughs> thing is you have to wait and listen. Yeah, so I had everything. it on and they just like call like, oh, speaker uh, 36. And I was yeah. like, oh, speaker 36, uh, 37, I'm next. And they're like, oh, speaker 15 is back. Speaker. Okay. <laughs> so by noon, it was like speaker number two. And I was like, oh, God. But they like, were just jumping back and forth, though, right? Yeah. So it just it had just started, like, the speakers. But because people had dropped, yeah. that they had to, like, go back Connect and back forth. In, yeah. So I was, like, eagerly waiting. It's, like, hours and hours. And then after seven hours, because it started at 930, yeah. I was able to speak. <laughs> and you only get five minutes. Seven hours. So that's, like, what, three o'clock? Like, four o'clock. Yeah. 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 15 ish or something. <laughs> Were you just on speakerphone the entire time? I just had it in my ear pause. Yeah. I had it on YouTube, like yeah. just in the background. Right. Um, it's funny to hear how people interact with each other. Yeah. Like some Yaletown residents were like, they're loony bins and crazies. <laughs> and then um, someone, the moderator, we have to be like, um, please refrain from name calling. Yeah, yeah. And then some people are like so passionate yeah. and they're from like, obviously not Yaletown. Mm hmm. And they're like, you don't care about people's lives. Yeah. You only care about your home and your investment. Yeah. It's like, these are people. Yeah. It's like, um, <laughs> we're also scared. But then you hear other people's stories. Like yeah. they're scared to walk at night. They're finding needles outside totally. the building. For sure. This one woman, she sounds like an old lady. She was like verbally attacked. Yeah. This man has um, was walking his daughters to the park. And they were flashed by a man. Oh, and geez. she's two years old. He yeah. was crying. <laughs> Like, I was just, I felt for it. And then when yeah. it was my turn, I was all, like, worked up. I'm like, I'm so unsafe. I didn't cry. I listened to it afterwards. And I was like, oh, God, is that what I sound like? What did you say? I, I just said, you know, I've, I've lived here for over 10 years. Yeah. I've worked on Granville Street. Yeah. Like, I worked at the nightclubs. I'd walk home at 3 a.m. And right. outside of being, like, scared, like, just being a woman out at night, yeah. like, I wasn't attacked. I wasn't, like, jumped. And I didn't see like needles everywhere yeah. on my walk home. Yeah. Um, and now it's like a different story. Like in my building, um, there was a needle outside our door. Right. This never happened. And we have a shelter across the street. Yeah. That's another thing. I was like, I don't oppose like a safe place for them. I'm yeah. not opposing that. But like what happens when they use and they leave? Yeah, exactly. Like no one's watching them. They get to just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not to say fuck. Yeah. And this lady is like, and I left my house and they're, they're like, this man said, fuck you. <laughs> and they're like, can you refrain from staring? He's like, oh, I normally wouldn't say that. I'm just like letting you know what's what happening. Yeah. They're like, yeah, can you say like F word? She's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll use that next yeah. time. <laughs> people are like super passionate. So anyways, I was just telling them about our experience. And right. then people were doing drugs outside the door of yeah. my building. Yeah. So I had to call somebody and I didn't know who to call. I was like, this is not like 911. No, it's not this a police situation. Yeah. Then what are they going to do? Totally. Anyways, my building manager was there. He started yeah. it out. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think there's definitely a major drug problem that's happening in Vancouver and it's getting really worse. And I don't yeah. know if COVID-19 is kind of progressing that to a quicker, accelerating that to a quicker speed. But it's definitely an issue. And I think everybody needs to like, everybody should be speaking up more about it instead of just like getting yeah. angry about it. So, and one way to do that is voting, right? Like look at, what can they do though? It's like they had, this is like their test. Yeah. Um, and after the, so this is another thing. If they oppose it, they're still going to keep the mobile site. Yeah. They just so won't have a permanent spot. They won't have like, it's not even a permanent spot. They said it's yeah. not permanent. Temporary lease. Temporary lease. Two yeah. to five years. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, but it's also, 
you don't get a choice. Yeah. They're still going to have the mobile site. Totally. And that's only because they closed the one at St. Paul's. Because mm-hmm. remember in the summer, yeah. that volunteer was stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, these are not good examples no. of how it's it's not working. Yeah. So it's like, what are we supposed to do? Someone's always like, someone had mentioned um, yesterday, like, let's do what Switzerland does and ship them out. Like, (laughs) get them on the outskirts of downtown. Well, that's what Ontario did, right? They shipped all their, their, their drug addicts to Vancouver. That's, that's (laughs) what they do. They ship them to Vancouver because our, our weather and our climates are much more mild, right? Anyways, it's, it's a very complicated discussion for sure. And I don't think, like, I get so overwhelmed by it because I don't know what you can do. It like, is very overwhelming, but yeah. it does really feel like like us against them. Oh, and yeah, I don't for sure. want it to feel that way. Like no. I wasn't opposed when they said they could they're going to open a shelter across the street. Mm-hmm. Sure, like crazy shit has happened. Oh yeah, but there hasn't been needles or anything no. like that. I haven't yeah. found any anyway. Totally, just like a different level of I don't know, like unsafe. Oh yeah, for sure, or whatever. And I feeling. think that's bound to happen. I mean, like we're not. I'm not saying that like drug addicts are like free of any kind of violent actions or criminal actions or you know whatever or they they perpetuate that but yeah. there is definitely like a stereotype that goes along with it so i feel like we should be more involved in kind of understanding where they're coming from but also have an opinion on like where we stand in regards to that whether it's for or against it all i know is i don't think that's helping no like the mobile sites, you mean? The or mobile like, sites. Yeah, the injection sites. Like the injection sites. I don't think there has to be like a step program or something else. Yeah. You but, know? Yeah, I don't know. I, something uh, <laughs> else. It's not, obviously it's not working. There has to, I don't know what it is. I'm not an expert or yeah. anything. I mean, like, like I don't want to go too much on a tangent, but like, I there's this there's this thing that my friend recommended I watch on YouTube called Soft White Underbelly or Soft White Belly, I don't know what it's called, but essentially it's this guy in LA and he, and he, like video he he interviews like drug addicts or like um gangsters or prostitutes in la and he just like lets them talk and listens to their story and why they how they got where they are and i find that when i was watching something like a lot of the drug addicts they don't want to get better oh like this one girl that i watched she was like she was saying like i'd rather die then then go back to the life I was living before. She's like, I like my life right now. So it's like, just because you're offering like re- rehabilitation doesn't mean that they want yeah, no, to quit true. it. But so. could that be just like your mental illness pe- speaking to? But she she's not mentally ill though. Oh, okay. Like she came from like, she's Korean. She came from a career in finance. She was an accountant. And what? she had a boyfriend who introduced her to crack. And then it was just a slippery slope from there. And then her parents, yeah, like she didn't want to live at her parents' house anymore because her parents would be would be on like watching her and like Making tracking. Making sure she's not doing drugs. Yeah. So she's like, I don't want to go back to that. But it's like, it. She's like, I like my life right now. I have a freedom. So anyway, I'm not saying that every yeah, crack. No, that gives you a different perspective. Yeah, you for can't sure. Help those who can't help. Themselves. Yeah, exactly. So like it's it's a it's a super complicated issue and like i'm living in the heart of where all the stuff is happening too so it's like and i just know that if you don't deal with it you don't it doesn't get better it just gets worse and then your opinions of it get worse so i've noticed too like your opinions about it has gotten worse have you noticed in the summer it's gotten worse for you yeah definitely like this where it's escalated for you i think does it feel like night and day from like last year to this year 
I don't know if it's night and day, but it's got it's progressed to a more negative opinion than a more sympathetic opinion. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell people that you go from like, you're scared, then you feel sorry, then you don't feel anything, and then you start hating them. Oh, God. So I'm definitely I passed the the desensitized part. And I'm definitely like in the I can't stand these people anymore. Like, yeah, and I'm I'm mindful of it. So I'm trying to like check myself all the time. But it's definitely like, yeah, when you're living in it, it's a different not living in it. But when you see it as frequently as I see it, yeah. just like, I question whether or not I want to go outside anymore because of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So so we're, we're, I'm not super close to like, Davy and Seymour. Yeah. We just also we just avoid that area now. Yeah. And but that's not yeah. Anyways, that's not the solution. Yeah. But like it at least mentally helps yeah. me. There's Lock like a little out. bit of a separation. But totally. now it's like seeping into my neighborhood. It gets to you, yeah, for sure. And you see it, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, that's if it's not COVID, it's that. Yeah. But like it's all related. And totally. um, I'll just bring this up really quickly. Yeah. Let's talk about is, other um, things. Last last week. Yeah. The mayor and city council voted like thirty million dollars will be allocated to homelessness in the city and one of one of their um, recommendations was to look into two properties that are already owned by the city and one is in like jericho okay and what are they planning doing like like uh, it's a hostel so it would be like um i guess single room occupancy jericho as in like kitsilano area right yeah imagine if that goes through the uproar there oh yeah for sure i'm sure there's gonna be backlash for sure i mean it's it's like i don't know it's like part of it's like it's good that you're giving them housing because then they won't be occupying like the tents the tent cities like the parks but then at the same time it's like wherever that goes the neighborhood's gonna get affected like there is gonna be a negative impact for sure like whether it's your safety levels go down or needles everywhere or just yeah the the abundance of drug addicts on the beach guess who's paying for it too though it's yeah, like city. it's our yeah it's our tax money for exactly. sure exactly so we should have a say in these things but actually and then i don't know yeah then what happens then what if they're not gonna so if that's not the right if it needs to be dealt with right yeah but if oh if not give if giving them like a place to live is not the right approach to solving the issue then what is exactly right like i I, don't know yeah and that's that it's not that's why like i don't think it's so black and white it's not right or wrong it's not the right way to do it it's not the wrong way to do it it's just like we're trying to find solutions and we're throwing shit on the wall and seeing what sticks yeah so okay at the end of you speaking at these like town hall kind of meetings the city councils will might ask you questions yeah so one of the questions they asked me was is it so bad you'd want to move out and or no could you move out if it had gotten so bad? And would you? Yeah. Like, so it's like, could I first? Yeah. And the answer is no. Yeah. Like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. And like, would I? Yeah, I would. If it gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Like, right now we're at a stage where Issa's like two and a half, like an entertainer. But like, yeah. what, if, what if she goes to school? Totally. And like, okay, have you ever gone on reddit.com like slash mm-hmm. Vancouver? Yeah. I follow that one. Okay, yeah. so recently I saw that someone had posted at Elsie Roy yeah. that people had jumped the fence and were using drugs there oh, and that they should go check before school starts. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, is that a conversation we're having now? Yeah, totally. I mean, that is the reality of it. I think, I think if you're if you're living in Vancouver in general, like this is the, a constant conversation that everyone's having. Yeah. I don't know. 
It's so my friend who also signed the petition. Yeah. Someone because she passed it along. Someone had brought up, well, like more people will start using drugs on playgrounds, and yeah. who's going to clean it up then? Yeah. And then she's like, I volunteer, Jesslyn, to do it. <laughs> was she like, joking or was yeah, she? Yeah, she's joking. Oh. She was at six a.m. Like, I gotta go clean up playgrounds now. <laughs> So it's like, oh, I don't know. But maybe there can be some kind of volunteer program where you go around and do that. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'd volunteer for it. I don't want to be the only one doing it, though. That's the thing. It's like... <laughs> oh, there's Colton again cleaning yeah. up our playground. <laughs> Good guy. But you know what I mean? It's like, there's enough not-for-profit, you know, like, charity organizations that, like, I don't see why there wouldn't be something like this. You know what I mean? Anyways. Well, would it have happened now since that is a problem? I don't know. Yeah, I mean they 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 had those safe drop off boxes, right? That they set up around the city too, where you can drop off your needles inside the box instead of just tossing them on the ground. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Anyways, yeah. okay. So now they can go fish in there. Hey, for... there. I don't know. Yeah, like I what? don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Did that shit stick to the wall? Did that I, one? I, I don't know. I don't think there's like there's not a solution that's going to cover everything. I know it's <laughs> so fucked up. Anyways, I've never even had to think about this until recently. Yeah, welcome to adulthood. Welcome to like I know living in the city. Like this is the maybe reality. that's kind of like a privilege too to not have to think about that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. Shut this podcast <laughs> down. I need a moment to cry, please. <laughs> Okay, let, let, let's let's kind of... let's Okay, so okay, we talked yeah. about that. Let's, let's, that's done. I'm over talking about that yeah. now. So I have I have a couple things that I want to go over, but obviously let's... Like, if, there, if there's anything fun that you want to go over, let's... <laughs> no. Okay. I'm no fun city over <laughs> here right now. Okay, well... Actually, I, I do. Yeah. After. It's, uh, oh, do you want to talk about it now? It has nothing to do with Vancouver that's or fine. anything. Yeah, let's just move on from this. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I think Vanity Fair and um, GQ, they do this thing where they sit down with an actor and they talk about the roles they played in the past. Oh, yeah. So do they like pit two actors and then they talk? No, no. no so it. it's separate. So okay. GQ does one. Oh, got it. And it's only, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, Mostly yeah. male yeah. actors. And then Vanity Fair does female um, actors too. So the one I saw was um, Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. He's so cute, by the way. He's still very cute. <laughs> uh, and he was talking about his, like, the characters he's played throughout yeah. the years. And it came to um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. I didn't You've know he was on movie, that. you right? He's like the nerdy friend. Yeah. Who's in love with that girl. Yeah. Um, Alex it's, Mack. It's been a while since I've seen it, so... Anyways. It's so good. But then Andrew Keegan was the boyfriend to Alex Mack. Do you remember Andrew Keegan? No. You don't remember Andrew Keegan? <laughs> no. Cap Nowhere? No. What? I, I'll Google him. Oh, wait. I think, yeah, okay. Andrew Keegan. I know who he is. No, yeah, I have yeah. to say it like high pitch then. He's like, okay, anyways. Okay, so I ended up Googling him. Still a handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... He's got a daughter. He's yeah. married to this other, this, I think she's an actor as well. Right. Um. Anyways, as I was Googling him... He had started like this spiritual group thing. Andrew Keegan? Yeah. Okay. Sounds very culty. And okay. then um, like a kombucha drink. Okay. Anyways, all of it got shut down because nothing was like to regulation, all this stuff. And I don't know what he's doing now. Right, I just want to mention that. <laughs> it's like heartthrob. He'll forever be like hot in my eyes. I remember Cam Nowhere, yeah. And I think I did, like, I didn't realize I was gay at that point, but I remember Andrew Keegan had like this. Very. I feel like. Do you remember that movie very yeah. well? Was there a scene where he's eating something like, <laughs> like a a sandwich, and he's just sitting with like a Alex Mack, and they're just talking? I remember like the way he was eating 
Maybe like I'm totally imagining. I don't know, but watch it. There was a scene I feel like where Alex Mack was sitting with Andrew Keegan. Alex Mack just... is in Ten Things I Hate. Oh, she wasn't you. in this. No. Okay. Maybe think of something else then. Anyways, whatever. There's another girl in there. Um, she, she's going to a fat camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When and she gets hot because she's not eating at this camp. Anyways, I don't remember, but I do remember Andrew Keegan now. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those teenage heartthrob boys. Yeah. Okay. She's so hot. Okay. I like so that. So hot. That's the thing, though. Like, all the movies, I want to show Issa some diversity. Yeah. But all, like, Hocus Pocus, all white. Um, but that was then. You know, it I, was then. But I, there's the things I want to show her. But there's, I don't remember watching anything with diversity. Christina Ricci is, like, the closest one. She's got dark hair. She's still white. Show her Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> the acting's so bad. Oh, here's another thing. Side note. Um, a Power Ranger lives in my building. Who? Red Ranger. Really? The, yeah. the, the actual the new, guy? It's the new, uh, the new Power Rangers, not 1994 oh, Power Rangers. Um, I don't know if this is a celebrity setting, then, if we're talking about that. Oh, yes. um, uh, I went to Revolver Coffee on the weekend, and I went and got a coffee. And then I looked to my left, and KJ Apo was waiting it's for KJ. his coffee. He's uh, from Riverdale. Oh, he's Archie from Riverdale. Oh, I see that guy a lot. Yeah. So I'm taking photos of flowers. Yeah, everybody's seen him in Vancouver. Anyways, that's a fun fact guy? for you. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, I think I saw him at Muji too. Yeah, he's everywhere. Okay. Um, I have one fun thing that I thought we could do. Um, I feel like this episode's going to go a bit longer, but I think it might be fun to talk about it. Um, I thought maybe we could do... So in... In Canada, there's something called Vote Compass, and it allows you to, um, if you're not sure who to vote for and what political party to vote for, you take this, like, survey, and then it kind of plots you on, like, the graph of, like, what political party and what, like, what, if you're right wing, left wing, what your viewpoints are, and it kind of helps you figure out what party you should vote for. I thought maybe we could do it together Hmm. and figure out what, where yellow packaging stands in regards to the political spectrum. Yes. So it's a list of 30 questions. Um, we can just breeze through it as quickly as we can. And then... Yeah, yeah. no, think... Or maybe we can discuss some things, too. Yeah, some like... Some things, like, strike a chord. Totally, yeah. And I don't know if we'll agree on everything, but I think let's, like... I don't, like... Be, well, I was thinking about this before we were recording, but, like... You know how, like, po- politics is always, like, a taboo thing? Like, you shouldn't talk about it. But I feel like in this day and age, we should be talking about it. You know so. what I mean? Like, even if we disagree, I think it's important to, like disagree and understand each other's viewpoints you know what i mean i think debates are really important and we should talk about things that we don't disagree on so i thought this would be a good way to kind of talk about it and then see where we stand on everything and see where we fight on everything and this (laughs) is our last episode of yellow packaging yeah exactly all right so it's 30 questions all right Okay. okay so the first question is uh it's a proposition question it says so you're on a scale of strongly disagree to strongly agree and then there's everything in the middle, okay? Okay. So the first question is, um, the extraction of natural gas from fracking should be stopped immediately. Where do you stand on this? Strongly agree. I agree. I strongly agree as well. Agreed. So, all right, we agree on that. Okay, next one. How much money should welfare recipients get from much less to much more? Much more. I agree. Private schools should no longer receive public funding. Strongly disagree to strongly agree. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. I would say, yeah, strongly agree. But why? Well, because they're getting so much money from people that go to that school. 
so if tuition's expensive if you go to westminster academy or whatever that school is it's insanely expensive but it's publicly funded right does that mean that the government gives them money yeah oh got it okay yeah yeah then i agree with you i don't think yeah they're people yeah anyways no they can not wear their families can pay for it then or something like that yeah like we shouldn't have to pay for it no that money comes from us right yeah public yeah okay all right, Sorry. I hope I read that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Or listen to the question, right? Okay, go. Class sizes in provincial schools should be smaller, even if it costs taxpayers more. Um, I agree. Wait, class sizes. So we should have smaller class sizes, even if it means taxpayers. Yes, I don't think there should be 35 kids to one teacher. Yeah, see, I grew up in that kind of environment. You know, like, I maybe not 30, I think it was like 30 classes, like in high school and elementary school, like that was the norm. So, but like, can you imagine the teacher having to deal with that on her own? And some of the things she has to do is like fun things for the classroom on her own. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Then I strongly agree with that. I wouldn't mind my tax money going to that. Strongly agree? Strongly agree. Houses worth more than $3 million should have a higher property tax. Uh, Yeah. I strongly agree. Yeah. They probably... But, But what if you... If you bought into it before your property tax was like, what if you, what if you bought a house before the the boom happened? So oh. say like you're like an elderly lady and you were live you like you no, live on a fixed income. She's on a fixed income. Okay. Well, That's where I'm like. I'm somewhat then. You're somewhat? Yeah. 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 I yeah, can be somewhat. Yeah. That's true. I agree with you on that somewhat. The provincial government should ask local homeowners for permission before building low-income housing in their neighborhoods. Strongly agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Of course, definitely. They should be talking to us about anything coming in our neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Your money goes towards the neighborhood, so you have a right in it. Plus, we're in the neighborhood. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Construction of the Site C hydroelectric dam on Peace River should be canceled. Strongly agree. So... I don't know much about this. Yeah, I don't know much about it either, but I feel like a hydroelectric dam can affect the ecosystems in the Peace River if they're building something like and I, that. I think Peace River is a lot of like reserves yeah. or um, yeah. First Nations. I, I would, yeah. I, so anyways, I strongly disagree to strongly agree. I agree with you. And I, I kind of want to add on to that, that it should be the people, like the indigenous people who own that land or who it's their land. They yeah. should have a say in it. So I say strongly agree. I'm strongly agree. Homeowners who don't pay income taxes in Canada should pay an extra property tax. I strongly agree with this. Homeowners who don't pay income. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Strongly. Yeah. Strongly agree. Because they pay an empty home tax, yeah. too. If but if you're not, not living, living there and yeah. you're not paying towards, but you're making it, like, this is an investment, then you should be paying more yeah, money. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, strongly agree. People who can afford childcare should pay for it themselves rather than receive help from the government. Strongly disagree to strongly agree. People like who can afford somewhat agree. If you can afford childcare, then you should pay for childcare. Yeah, that that's a tough one. That's a somewhat for me because like you can afford it, but yeah. then what are you gonna be canceling or like what are yeah. you trading for that? Totally, and it's like I get it because if people who can afford it can pay for it, then the help that the government gives should go to those who are struggling even more with it, yeah. right? But at the same time, it's like, where where do you draw the line? How do you define afford? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? So like, I'm going to say somewhat. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Because I don't feel neutral about that. No, and I don't disagree with it. Yeah. Can I ask you, do you get do you get income, like yeah, government get, support? Yeah, I get like child... Child care or whatever. Benefit, yeah. Okay, cool. So do you feel like without it, you couldn't afford it? 
Like, no, I still can't afford anything with that. So like, I wouldn't be able to get childcare or anything with that money they give you. So say if you, you were able to afford it, right? Like say, I don't know what, like that's what childcare, like what does that mean? Like, is there like a yearly thing that costs this much to raise a child? Like say like you could afford it. Would you still want the government to give you money? Um, say, no, I say, guess they say, don't have to. Yeah, like what does the, they what also does, look at your income, and then I think it's like a percentage. Oh, or it's something. a percentage, so it's not like a lump sum kind of thing. I think you do. There is one that's like a lump sum per kid, mm-hmm. and then you get like a little bit of help. Got it. Okay, that's how it goes. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm really, it's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Like, if I wanted to go back to work and put Isa in daycare, yeah, like I would never see Isa. Right. And yeah, okay. So yeah, okay. Next question: British Columbians should be able to choose whether to buy car insurance from ICBC or private insurance company. I agree. I think we should have the choice and not have to pay a monopoly. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'm with you too. I think the states is like that. Yeah, you can shop around. And I think Ontario's like that too. Oh, see, that's great. Yeah. Okay, next question: The BC government should immediately build more urgent care centers across the province. Oh, I strongly agree. Yeah. Why not? Child protection services. So urgent care centers are like the middle between a walk-in clinic and an emergency room. Oh, that I thought I thought I just assumed that meant like ER. No, so it's like I don't think I'm dying, but I don't think I'm well. Yeah. Like this might like I went there and um they advised me to go to St. Paul's. Got it. But they have the same kind of like you can do lab work there, yeah. ECG machines yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. there too. But it's just like you don't have like a knife in your heart kind of situation. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Or bullet wounds. Yeah. yeah, no. So I think we need more. Yeah, things. totally. It'll alleviate some of the pressure on ERs and yeah. the non hospitals. Yeah, hospitals. Okay. Next question. Child protection services in British Columbia should not remove at risk indigenous children from their communities. Strongly disagree to strongly agree. Wait, child protection services in British Columbia should not remove at-risk Indigenous children from their communities. So are they saying they would build, like, something for them there then in their communities? I think they should stay in their communities. So if they're at-risk, I think, yeah, that's what they mean. It's like, so say if, like, I don't know, they're they're being beaten, right, in their family, they wouldn't remove them from their community, but they would, like... Take them away from their home. They take them in from the home, but keep them in the community still. Yeah, keep them in the community. So I... I I feel like I want to say strongly agree, but I don't know. It's I like say somewhat agree because that could still be really dangerous. So if you're trying to just maintain the placement of the indigenous children, like just to maintain that indigenous community, like I get that. But what if it's not safe in their community? I'm gonna say somewhat agree because I think they should stay with their community. I think they'll better understand them. Yeah, There's that's like true. A stigma here too yeah they, i'm kind of neutral on it but i think i i think you've convinced me to go to somewhat agree. okay somewhat agree yeah how much tax should large corporations pay much less to much more much more i agree much more how much control should indigenous peoples in bc have over their traditional territories all of it yeah much less to much more much more much more agree the provincial government should provide a safe supply of opioids to people with addictions I know this one's a tough one. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Throw a button for that. What do you think? Should provide. So strongly disagree to strongly agree. I. I need more. I'm going to go neutral on this because there has to be more context. It's like yes, I want safe supply. There's 
there's a pandemic of overdose in yeah, our yeah. city. Um, Thing it like so if we're supplying opioids to people with addictions, right? Then that will reduce the amount of say like needles everywhere or like people hopping the fence at Elsie Roy to do drugs, right? The thing with, I'm understanding about the overdose is that they give them their supplies. Yeah. So rather than them going to a dealer, we going supply to it to dude, them. They, and there's the dose they need there. So it's, it's all yeah. controlled. Yeah. I'm kind of for it. I think that's that could be a possible like way to... That's what they're doing right now. Are they at over like injection sites yeah. or um, overdose prevention sites? Oh, I thought I thought they would just take their drug. They could take their drugs there to inject, but they don't supply the drugs. No, I don't know actually. Because that's what I thought safe injection sites were. So, oh. is safe injection sites and overdose prevention sites different? Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, so no, I don't know. I think they're maybe the they're the same. same. Yeah, maybe they're the same. Yeah, because if you overdose, then there's somebody there, but they're not giving you the drugs. They're just like. There's a safe place for you to do, it and we can help you if it goes wrong. That's what I I thought those. I'm gonna were. go neutral on this, yeah, because I don't. I need to know more. This one. I'm somewhat agree, but why are you saying somewhat agree then? Because I feel like if 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 it is what it is, what we just said, where it's like those safe injection sites are just a place for people to like inject drugs, but not giving them drugs, then this would be one step above that, where it's like we'll give you the drugs, so you don't have to go to a drug dealer. But you have to do the drugs there. You know what I mean? Okay, so we're paying for their drugs, a place for them to do their drugs. <laughs> we watch them do the drugs. No, but don't, drugs. don't, they, they don't pay for it? I. They're not giving you money. Okay. The government is going to provide them a safe supply. Yeah. They're not like, yo, I'm your drug dealer now. But I, don't Get you, it? but do you so think. So they would pay. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah <laughs> okay that's true it's not super <laughs> clean yeah maybe not i mean we're if the government's the it, new drug dealer i agree <laughs> you know, it comes back to us anyways because they're using their welfare money to buy these drugs it's a loop <laughs> okay yeah, i okay someone agree <laughs> i don't know yeah if there's a loop and we're getting all the drug money back okay you know what i think i think because of this like there is an option it's like a null where it says don't know yeah i think let's agree to okay. disagree and say don't know yeah right because yeah. we kind of null we cancel each other out <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is like oh should they have more welfare money we're like yeah for the drugs they're gonna buy from the government yeah see, it's, we're just getting it back it's like when you work for like a clothing store and you're you're getting you're using your paycheck just to buy the clothes at the clothing store it's all so a you, loop. You never leave. <laughs> exactly. Okay, cool. I strongly agree. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Next question. How much debt should the BC government incur to address the COVID-19 crisis? Much less to much more. Oh, this one's tough. I don't know how much debt we're in right now. I think we're in a lot of debt right now. Because we shut down everything, right? We shut down everything. And we're we giving can... $30 million Yeah. to... The drug thing, but I mean... Also CERB, right? Like, wasn't that? Was that the that's federal. That's federal government. So our thirty million is in relation to COVID nineteen crisis, or that's provincial. Yeah. So how much? Or debt... city? That's city. I don't even think we even went to our provincial government for any money. Okay. So how much debt should the BC government incur to address the COVID nineteen crisis? I think that's that's tough because I okay I'm 
So it's much less, somewhat less, about the same as now, somewhat more, much more, and don't know. I'm going to say about the same as now. I say I don't know. How much debt are we in right now? But I want to know where the money's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's housing. Is that? We bought like two hotels. But that's not because of the COVID-19 crisis though, right? Well, it's somewhat. (laughs) Are you trying to like skew this to like... (laughs) Somewhat agree. (laughs) Okay, should we agree, disagree and say don't know then? Well, you said about the same? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I'll go about the same. I don't know okay, about what the same. exactly is it the same yeah. as what. So. But I don't think it's any worse or any better. So that's why I'm like, okay, if we just maintain what the debt that we have right now, then... Yeah, we're I doing we're, okay. Yeah, we're doing okay. I think. <laughs> okay, okay, next question. No interest should be charged on BC government-issued student loans. Strongly disagree to strongly agree. I, I say agree. strongly agree. I agree. Yeah. Strong feelings. The provincial government should temporarily suspend the PST provincial sales tax until the COVID-19 pandemic has passed. This one, I'm like, that's kind of in relation to like, the the government should spend more for the COVID-19 crisis. This isn't helping if we suspend PST. But I get that people who maybe are unemployed because of COVID-19 need... The 7% Yeah, whatever, whatever they need, they can get. But I don't know if I strongly agree with this. I'm either somewhat disagree or neutral so you can tip the balance on this um i'm gonna say um neutral neutral like me personally it hasn't affected me really yeah okay how many police officers should bc have from many fewer to many more many more many more you think we should have more police officers yeah you should see my neighborhood right now (laughs) it sounds like sirens (laughs) like 24 7 so you're saying we need more police officers but with everything going on, like, you know, like systemic racism, you know, defund the police, you think that the police are the solution to everything. No, I don't think they're the solution to everything. Yeah. I think there's some order to our Vancouver police. Is this Vancouver police or police in general? It doesn't even matter. The BC. In BC. Um, yeah, I say more. You say more? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm saying somewhat fewer. You're saying fewer. Yeah. Like, because, okay. The money that we don't put towards, like, the police, right, can be put to other things that could help, like, support issues that, that the police are dealing with that they don't necessarily need to deal with. Yeah, like uh, mental health. Mental health or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to send a police officer to deal with, like, an overdose. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that... I feel like we talked about it before. Yeah, we did. You know, about yeah. defi- what defining the police means, but that's where my opinion has changed. So, if you're... Are you saying many more? Yeah, I was saying many more. So I'm saying somewhat fewer. <laughs> so, if, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say about the same. So then we land on about the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The only reason I said more is it's nice to see their presence in where there are. You know, maybe you're right. I don't. You don't need a police officer to, to like diffuse a situation where there's like yeah. mental illness yeah. happening. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what the other option is. Totally. Who do you call? Then yeah. Right now, for me, it's, like, the police, and I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. Unless you can give me another option of who I'm going to call, because fucking 311 is not going to do shit. <laughs> for sure. So, like, what is it then? But when have you actually called 911? I called it maybe twice. <laughs> In your entire life? life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when have you ever needed a police to 
to help you with something. Um, yeah, probably those times. So actually, no, not those times. Those are like a different situation. Okay. The ambulance had to come to. Yeah. Um, but do you get like you get where like I'm yeah, like yeah, but like who else? The would presence it be of then? a police officer definitely makes you yes. feel safe for sure. But have they actually done anything for you directly, specifically? You know what I mean? Um. No. Yeah. Actually, do something did come up like when I was working in the club and there was a shooting. The cops yeah. chase the guy. That's down. where you need a police officer yeah, that's for sure. Where you need a police officer. But how often does that happen? Like where there's instances where you actually need like, in, like physical enforcement or law enforcement to like. Yeah. No. So I would say not often, and it's not frequent. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not trying to say like what what you think is wrong. I'm just like trying to I'm trying to understand like where you're coming from in regards to why you feel like we need more police officers to in your situation, like where you would see the benefit of that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, can I go towards, so if it doesn't go to police officers, can I go towards, like, firefighters or, like, to um, ambulance, like, ambulance paramedics instead? You know what I mean? So, like, where I'm coming from, it's, like, a situation where there are maybe some people on drugs who are being unruly. Yeah. And that's what you need a police officer. Yeah, like, Like, where they're a danger to the public. Yeah. So then those are my situations I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So that's why I'm like, I'd like to see more. Yeah, you see to deal with that situation. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. So what does that yeah. leave us? I think a, if, if, if we're meeting in the middle, then about the same as now is where I'm kind so of... So you're saying you, you you don't want to see more police officers? No. I, I don't think... I don't think... No. What I'm saying is I don't think we need more police officers. I think we're good right now. Okay. Um, I don't think... Um, yeah. Like if anything... The question is how many police yeah. officers should we have? And you're saying we need. I'm either like a somewhat fewer, fewer a somewhat fewer, or about the same as now. Like I don't think we need more. I don't think okay, we need to so add. You're not at more. You're at yes, about the same or some, even less. Somewhat fewer, yeah. Okay, let's compromise on about the same. Okay, I think I can be happy with that. Cool. Okay, next question: The use of face masks should be mandatory in all public spaces. Strongly agree. I agree with that. Strongly agree. How much provincial funding should there be for indigenous languages in British Columbia? More. Somewhat more or much more? Much more. Much more? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I feel like I'm indifferent about this. Because in. Why? Why? Funding for the, funding, how much provincial funding should there be for indigenous languages in BC? Like. Are we trying to teach people indigenous language? Like, I'm more for teaching people about indigenous history, more so the language of it. Because I just don't think... part of their history is their speech. Yeah, for sure. Their language. So. Okay. Yeah, let's do much more. Okay, (laughs) much more. uh, This doesn't relate to British Columbia, but do you see that um, video of the indigenous woman who was in the hospital and her nurses yeah. were like degrading her. Yeah. She didn't speak French. Yeah. She was speaking in her language. You're so right. Someone can help me speak and whatever she was saying. Oh, I didn't like, know that she couldn't speak like French. She didn't speak French. Oh, interesting. So hmm. anyways. Yeah. I guess in that situation it would, it would be helpful for sure. Definitely. Okay. Psychotherapy should be covered under the BC Medical Services Plan, MSP. I'm strongly agree for this. I think mental health... I'm surprised it's not. Yeah. I strongly agree. Extended benefits are covered, but not for MSP, unfortunately. 
Mental health is so important and we need to take it seriously. Okay, next question. All logging in old growth forest should be halted immediately. Agreed. I strongly agree with strongly that. Strongly agree. People possessing a small amount of illicit drugs for personal com- consumption should not face criminal charges. I strongly agree with this. What's, what's illicit drugs? Like like cocaine, crack, heroin, whatever. Should not be... Okay, yeah, I, I agree. Should not face criminal yeah. charges. That's just for them. They're not dealing. Yeah. That's their own thing. Correct. Yeah, okay, got it. For personal consumption, yeah. How much should wealthier people pay in taxes? Much more. less to much more. I'd like to know like what that definition of wealthy people means. They're the 1%. But what's the 1%? The cajillionaires. The cajillionaires is... But that's what I'm like. If they're wealthier saying wealthier people, who are the wealthier? What if people? what if Vancouver's like wealthy people are anybody that make forty thousand and more? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, okay, Damn okay, it. you're right. When I think wealthy people, I already think like uh, West Vancouver. Yeah, like millionaires. Like their yeah. like their income is like a million dollars. Yeah. Okay, so if we say a million dollars is the the wealthy, then I'd say yes, they million should and up. Yeah. So let's say let's say that's our defining thing. Okay. Then yes. Much more. Yes. Much more. How high should the minimum wage be? Much lower to much higher. Much higher. I agree. Much higher. I think the living wage is twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, in but Vancouver. the minimum the the minimum wage or the living wage. The living wage. Yeah, but the minimum wage here is like eleven dollars. No, I think it's fifteen dollars. It's a fifteen dollars now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. $6. I'm so wealthy that I don't even know what minimum wage is. You're going to be taxed so much. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, next question. How many new immigrants should BC admit? Many fewer to many more. This one's a tough one. Um, How many new immigrants should BC admit? Many fewer, somewhat fewer, about the same as now, somewhat more. I said, a, well, I guess in our current conditions, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm either about the same as now or I'm somewhat more. I'm about the same. Okay, let's go about the same. The Trans Mountain Oil Pipeline expansion from Alberta to the Lower Mainland should go ahead. No. Strongly disagree to strongly disagree. agree. I strongly disagree. I think it should go ahead. I'm just joking. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Uh, people should be able to pay for faster access to medical treatment. Sure. If you have the money. That's for- a choice. Okay, yes. So okay. I did this already, so I'm a bit familiar with the questions. So I, I, I originally was like, yes, I agree. But... If you're rich and you get faster medical treatment, does that mean somebody else gets bumped down? No, it's private. So my sister, you could go through yeah, there are our medical system and get an ultrasound. Yeah. Or if you want it now, then you just pay your 500 bucks or whatever, and then you can go get it now. Right. But so it doesn't, it's not, you don't, you go to like a private company yeah. to do it then. Yeah. Okay. So. So for instance. So they don't clog up like no. the health care. The so public you're on a wait list. In the public, yeah. and then you can go to a private place yeah. to get your shoulder fixed. Right. I guess that kind of reduces months. the clog too, right, for the public health care? Okay, yeah. I strongly agree. How high should BC's carbon tax rate be? Much lower to much higher. Much higher. Okay, so carbon tax is like if you are um, if you pollute, then yeah. you pay more, right? Yeah. But where's that money going? Is it supposed to deter people from polluting more? Yeah. But does that actually deter people from polluting more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I felt like I did some research on this, and I want to say yes. So to it, all is those an, it is. It is effective. Okay. Then I'll agree with you. Much higher. Yeah. This is a research I did like eight years ago. <laughs> okay. Question of the day: Did you watch the leaders' debate that took place on thirteenth of October, twenty twenty? No, I was on the phone for twelve hours, <laughs> thirteen hours. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I was busy watching the American debate. 
from what you saw, <laughs> heard, or read about the debate, who do you think won? I would say that Sonia Green. Yeah, everybody was saying. At least yeah. I know maybe it's my news source on the also CBC. Also, my news source. They uh, they were all for Sonia. They said Sonia did a really good job on it. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Sonia too. One thing that happened was like um, it was a race question. Yeah. And they're like, could you like sympathize or empathize with POCs? I guess like yeah, general, yeah. I didn't watch it. And then John Horgan's like, yeah, I've got so many friends that are multicultural. And then John Wilkinson or whatever, Andrew Wilkinson Andrew. is like, yeah, totally me too. And then Sonia's like, no, I could never because yeah. I'm not. Yeah. 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 That's I heard about on, yeah. on the radio today. Okay. Sonia for the win. <laughs> okay. So just they, they post a picture of John Horgan and then they said, how trustworthy do you find John Horgan? Uh, from zero to 10, 10 being very trustworthy. Um, I put him at a seven. Six, I said six. Seven. I, said, I was like six. Okay, I'll go six. Six? You okay with six? Yeah. Cool. How trustworthy do you find Andrew Wilkinson? Zero. You're zero? Yeah, I'm totally zero. I was at four, so let's go two. Okay. How trustworthy do you find Sonia first to know? Yeah, I'll put her at a eight, maybe. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent. How competent do you find John Horgan? Put him at a six, seven? Sure. Where were you? A six. Okay. How confident? Zero. (laughs) How confident do you find Andrew Wilkinson? Maybe a one. Heard he's a physician. (laughs) They don't just hand those out. So you. (laughs) Worthy, yeah. One. Someone competent. Oh, competent. (laughs) Um, I I was at a three. I don't. I don't. To be honest, I'm just throwing random numbers out. I'm gonna go one. Competent. He seems kind of goofball to me. Let's go two. Okay. <laughs> How confident do you find Sonia first? No, I feel like we're biased because I feel like we like her. So I'm still like at five. I don't know much about her. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with five too. Regardless of the party you intend to vote for in this election, in general, how likely are you to support BC New Democratic Party? So for those of those who aren't familiar with Canadian politics, the NDP are like your your left wing, kind of closer to the left wing side, more left wing leaning, more socialist. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, I know. Um, I know what I has already voted. So, <laughs> where, where where are you falling? I'm like zero. Oh, you're like zero. <laughs> yeah. I'm like five, maybe. Five. Okay. Greens. Green. I think I'm more like nine, ten. Yeah. There. And I'll go f- like four. Four for the liberals. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. The Green Party is like your. You're, you're definitely more left-wing leaning. And that was the one that they asked when Jess said 9 or 10. And now it's BC Liberals. And you you are saying, sorry? Like 4. 4? Okay. 5. Like, I'm still... I don't yeah, know, I'm you're not sure yet. Up. Okay. Liberals are, like, middle. Well, supposed to be middle, at least. Yeah, they're not really, but yeah. Okay. Um, let's just quickly do this, and then we'll find out what we are, Okay. okay. If the BC provincial election were held today, which party would you vote for? Green. Okay. Uh, which party did you vote for in the 2017 BC provincial election? Green. What was your sex at birth? Female, I'm guessing, right? Unless you identify as intersex. No, I, when I was born, I don't know. What is your gender now? Um, female. Female, okay. In which year were you born? 1983. Yikes. Do we do compromise or 84 then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, we're, we're together on this. Wait, we should put intersex and gender diverse since we're both. Yeah. If that's the case. We are. 
1984. So um, what is the highest level of education that you completed? I was college. yeah college. What occupational area do you work in? Um, let's <laughs> art culture. Let's say art culture, recreation, sport. Right. Yeah. What is your religion? I'm agnostic, but what are you? I would identify with being Christian. Christian. Then that's agnostic. But agnostic too. Because you believe in like something. a god or You're something. Not yeah. Like, what's the other one? Atheist. Atheist. Yeah. Okay. Which we're not. What is the first language that you learned? English, English. was okay. Cool. Where were you born? I Canada. Okay. So oh Canada. Yeah. <laughs> what are the ethnic or cultural origins of your ancestors? I think. Do they actually go down? Was there Chinese? Yeah, but there's there should also be Filipino. Should we just put Canadian? Or is that white? Or is that indigenous Canadian? Let's use yours. I feel like yours is a better representation. Oh, is it it Filipino or Philippines? I thought it was like Pacific Islander. That's even a word. Yeah, maybe not. It's a PH? Yeah. Filipino. There we go. Oh, I want. Oh, you can put Chinese too. Boom, we can put two. Counting yourself, how many people live in your household? Three. You say four. Yeah, four. You can say we live in the same house. Sounds good. <laughs> One big happy family. How many of them are under are under fifty? One. Yep. Which of the following best describes your combined household income? One billion dollars. <laughs> okay, let's let's go. Let's let's put a hundred thousand. In politics, people sometimes talk of left and right. Where would you place yourself on the scale? Zero is left, ten is right. I'm like, I'd say two or three. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably more two, I guess. Okay. And generally speaking, how interested are you in politics? Not at all interested, not very interested, somewhat interested. Somewhat. Yeah, I'm on with you on that. What, is, what issue is most important to you in this election? It's a free type question. Um, this, okay, choose three things, and then I'll choose three things. Okay, then, well, homelessness. Um, I'm with you on that, so I'll type that. Homelessness. I'll say homelessness slash. Oh, it's what issue is most important, right? Yeah. Well, so based what? on this podcast, let's just say homelessness, drug addiction, right? Yeah, mental health. Yeah. Was the because these okay, two that's... kind of go together, okay. right? Yeah. The. No, no, we don't want to be contacted. All right. Drum roll. Where do we stand? Who should we vote for? Well, at 68%, we agree with the Green Party. 53%, we agree with the NDP's New Democratic Party. And 41%, we agree with the Liberal Party. So I guess it's a close tie between the BC Green Party and the BC New Democratic Party. Well, I knew I wasn't going to go liberal. Yeah, I so. I had a good feeling about that. Well, that's exciting. So now you know. Yeah. And people who are listening got to go with us on the journey of, <laughs> <laughs> of And what a fun politics. journey that yeah. was. All right. Um, okay, let's... I feel like we're good, well over our time, but yeah. let's quickly finish it off with some sweet sours. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. I don't have any sours. I think I aired down all my sours at <laughs> yeah. the beginning of this podcast. Sweet is one thing you can do when it's raining out. Yeah. Um, go visit the Bloedel uh, Conservatory. Oh, you went? Queen Elizabeth, yes. I'm surprised you went considering it's like a closed environment. 
Um, but they stagger the guests. Oh, nice. Um, and you have to reserve a spot. And um, I think they did a really good job about um, keeping people safe. Yeah. They're constantly cleaning. Yeah. And that woman there was like pretty strict on spacing. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love the Bloedel Floral Conservatory. It's okay. Amazing. Isn't, here's my sour about that place. What? The fucking mice. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's... What the? Why is there so many mice there? Because there's seeds everywhere for the birds and stuff, right? And there's, like, fruit and food for the animals there. So uh, yeah, they can't no, really it was... clean it. It's, I think the zoo's no different. You're going to get mice there, too. I haven't been to a zoo in oh, ages, but, but, like... um Yeah, there's a lot of... Them. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but it's... That's nature it's for you. It's like, it's scary because you're not expecting it. And they're like, oh, They're just God. little rodents. They're harmless. Yeah, no. No, but anyways, it was a, f- it was fun. You said a lot of fun. Yeah, I um, love it. They give you that che- checklist, and then as we're leaving, he says like bye, and then yeah. the parrot's like bye. <laughs> we're like whoa, like the- she said bye to me. It's like, I love yeah. it. Yeah, the parrots are so funny, They're and they so talk to you cute. and everything. Yes. Yeah. The the sheet tells you like cute words they like. Oh, nice. Um, but they didn't respond to me. It's like good morning, good morning. How do I spell yeah. like this? Uh, yes, yeah, so that's my seat. That's I want to go back one. there again. Yeah, you should. And it's like not expensive. No. It's like yeah. $6 or something. Totally. $7. Yeah. Cool. Okay. My Suite is a podcast that I recently discovered through CBC called Other People's Problems. And it's essentially a therapist who records her sessions with her clients. And you mm. get to hear it. I find it, it's it's pretty deep. It can be pretty intense. Yeah. But I find it very therapeutic to be listening to these things and find and the whole purpose of it is to like make you understand that like you while you may feel like alone with this problem someone else somebody else has it and it's pretty common and it's almost like a therapy session for myself like the first episode was talking about how this woman has like major issues with her mom and just like how she's coping with it and another one was about a new mom who is trying to find new ways to find thrills and excitement you know, because she doesn't have time for herself. So she shoplifts and they kind of break that down. (laughs) And yeah. um, And just kind of going in regards to just kind of quickly, one fun thing that I learned uh, in regards to the first episode that I watched was like trauma is such a impactful thing in people's lives. And the therapist on there, she was saying that they did a study with mice where they, they spritzed a scent and then they exposed the mouse to like a mouse trap. Right. And so there's like association between a smell Smell and the danger, right? Anyways, they were able to track it down two or three generations where all the mice had (gasps) the same reaction to that scent. So they're saying that like for parents who go through traumatic experiences, that traumatic experience can get built into the DNA of your future generations. So it can be passed on to like two or three generations. And I was like, that's like, I mean, it's not like 100% for sure, but if it happens in mice... It's it's probable that it could happen in humans too. Does she talk about like how you could break that? Yeah, so it, she does. I don't remember how, okay, that's but an interesting... like therapy is something where you learn yeah. to like cope with it and deal with it. But yeah, anyways, really great podcast. There's like a couple of seasons out already, but it's something that I really, really have enjoyed listening to, and it helps me become more self aware of like my little ticks that I have or my mental issues. So I highly recommend it. Oh. And on top of it, it's she's from Vancouver. This therapist. And it's a CBC podcast What's as well. What's her name? I don't remember. But okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. But What's anyways, it called? Other People's Problems. Other People's Problems. So highly recommended. But yeah, it's really good. It's it's pretty intense sometimes, but 
I it's it's like therapy for myself. Oh, that's good. All right, I guess that wraps up episode forty-four. Oh, I don't have a rhyme for this one, but here we go. <laughs> and we're for sure this is episode this forty-four. Is for sure, <laughs> this for sure is episode forty-four. That's the thing I'll say before I walk out the door. That was beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> and it rhymed. Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. And yeah, listen to us whenever and wherever you get your podcasts. Every time you say that, I want you to break out into Shakira. <laughs> whenever, whenever. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.